roofing employees? <laughs> well, yeah, look at Danny living large back yeah. there. We're live. Oh, we're live. Yeah. We're, we're I just, thought we'd been live, to this, be honest. This is, uh, this is lively. 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 Blake Lively. We're, we're just going to... Who is who's Blake Lively? Be live until... A hot actress. I, you don't I, know her? It's an actress? Yeah. Oh, she's oh, I thought I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, he's hot. <laughs> oh yeah. Duh. But, yeah. Duh. Blake. Obviously the a other, hot name. Danny, the other one's up there. That's that one. Up there. What? The, the missing oh, oh. the the missing um the foam. So the foam that fell on Chris Williams at the mention of Greg Rudolph's name has been reinstated on the wall. Yeah, but there's one there was one on the ground and now it's up there. We're live in well, we're live now, but we're we're gonna actually start the podcast in a little over three minutes. This is just us rambling, and I don't think we were live when I complimented it, so I just want to get it on the record. On the record. Please look at Jim Mooney's little workstation little, here. Little workstation. Impressive. He's got it, he's got a mic in front of him. He's using <laughs> he's using a MacBook to write with a pen and paper on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's his it's his like it's like the most expensive <laughs> underneath <laughs> pad ever. <laughs> what a, yeah. That is the most trash I've ever seen. Yeah, so I'm not awesome. actually writing. Everything is just seeping up through by yeah. osmosis onto the paper. That's, I just hold the pen there. Well, he has mastered the MacBook already. He's had it for like two weeks and figured out things that I never knew, and I've had it for years. So there is and, that. And cool stuff, too. Cool stuff. Okay, so explain that to me. I'll have him what, what, explain what did, it. What, what, did you what did you find out? Because I need to be a part discovery, of this. Yeah. It just uh, just uh, simple things like text replacement. So um, like if I want to send somebody out the... Uh, the fighter form. Yeah. I just type in two four seven FF fighter form. Hit the uh hit the space bar. It automatically populates with uh the website, the direct link to um the fighter form. I think you have to show me that. It's, it's pretty sexy. Yeah, it's I got a ton of so, stuff on there. I don't, I, I don't so even So like instead of typing Brit Bickert tapology because we type that eight million times mm -hmm. a day trying to find somebody for her. <laughs> BBT. We, so we, just, BBT. we yep. just expect there to be like new people that are experienced all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Ne network collection connection lost. Oh, oh it's connected that's again. Just for the TV. Yeah, I know, but why is the TV doing that? It's These, still it's been crazy. These smart TVs aren't so smart. Yeah. We are starting the podcast do... in like a minute and a half. Oh, it's still not actually like eight. No, yet. it's not no. eight. Oh, we're not live. I figured it was. We eight. are live. Like we're on, but like it actually starts at eight. We're allowing. We told people eight o'clock, so we're not going to start getting into the meat of it until we're actually eight o'clock. Very fair. Mm. How's so, the, so I can keep ahead. doing my. Uh, you can my keep sketching notes. over there. Yeah, <laughs> like it Leo DiCaprio over doing, there. Yeah. You sketching Danny Palm like one of your French girls, <laughs> like laying down, like <laughs> hello, people, <laughs> hello, persons. How's that G fuel, Ryan? I've never seen that flavor. It actually is pretty good. I, what drew me in, you, Hunter showed up today at the um, office with. A bunch of energy drinks. He doesn't want us falling asleep during the podcast, apparently. <laughs> and this flavor is sour chug rug G fuel. Chug rug. 
Um, so I the sour is what what drew me in, um, and I wanted to make sure I grabbed it before Danny grabbed one. So because I know he'd be all over that too. Wait, do you like sour? I had already grabbed one. Yeah, Danny oh, had first pick of the draft. <laughs> Oh, you got a ghost, but that's not our ghost flavor. Like, yeah, yeah. sour watermelon. Where did you go? You went to get go. Get go. Yeah, fish. I knew you went to get go. Saw Zachary Snyder there. Shout oh, out Zach it, Snyder. What's Zach up? Zach Snyder. <laughs> Excellent guest. Hang on. What? He was finishing teaching at Stout Bridgeville and then going down to the strip to train. <laughs> he grabbed two giant twisted teas to go that alcoholic, like hard just crappy iced tea and i was like dude you, you got twisted tea right before you go train he's like no i have these after training we call them trailer teas <laughs> i was like yeah yeah pretty accurate pretty that, on brand for Zack snyder that's like um jewel is called trailer swift oh i like trailer that. swift that's actually perfect yeah um okay so it is eight o'clock folks we are live here at the 247 podcast studio i'm joined by hunter homie steak and jim sahara jim's got a lot of nicknames do you know sahara Sahara, no you gotta you don't know that one lay that one on that me. was back in the mma fancast days he was nicknamed jim sahara mooney why yeah. where's sahara um i don't know that's, that's so like, specific yeah i don't know i don't know how that happened because, do you remember uh, of my poker face with humor Oh, because you're so dry, dry as the Apparently, desert with yeah. your humor. Okay, maybe, okay. maybe we'll have to we'll have to read. Who assigned that nickname? That would have been Dan Altieri. Yeah, okay. that, that, yeah as uh, who he, lives in Florida now? Huh. Does, does he listen to us? Probably not. Uh, I mean, he when I'm on the phone with him, he doesn't even listen to me. Then, yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so here's the deal, folks. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, I encourage you to flip over to 247 Live. Um, Hunter's going to make an announcement here to right now about 247 Live because he's been working on that. And take it away, brah. Nice. I like that we're jumping right into this. Wasn't sure when we were going to get into this, but this is very exciting. So for fans of 247 Live who have had the app, and thank you for downloading the app, we have definitely noticed the numbers growing and growing and growing with every event we do, so that's cool. It is available on iOS right now for your iPhone, for your iPad, Apple TV, and also Roku. But we're adding two more platforms very shortly. The apps are currently in development. It's all signed, sealed, delivered. They're just building them for us. Android users. If you have an Android phone, Jimothy, you can get 247 Live on your Android very soon and also Amazon Fire TV. So we're adding to the TV space, Apple TV, Roku with Fire TV, and we're adding to the mobile device space with Android. So now Android, iOS, Roku, Apple TV, which one did I miss? Fire TV, you pretty much whatever you got, you'll be able to get it. And now Jesse can stop crying. Yeah, seriously, Jesse. You can wipe the tears and download it on your phone. But I got a, I got a phone. What are the? I don't even remember what they're called. What yeah, Jesse, Jesse, I'm on your side because what, did, but, what, Android. Android. I got an Android. Oh, yeah, I couldn't think of Android. <laughs> so we just decided to include the other seventy percent of the world that is plugged into <laughs> Samsung, Android, 
So I will definitely say that during our events, we run a promo and this is kind of a, it's not that special, but you only hear about this or know about this. If you're actually at our events, Drew announces our great ring announcer, Drew Shannon, shout out Drew Shannon. He announces during the events that if you show your 247 live app at the merch booth, you get $5 off your order. So like if you have it on your phone and show the merch lady, hey, I got it. She gives you $5 off your order. My wife, who has worked the merch booth a few times now, comes up to me after every show and is like, I have so many Android people come up that like, I want my $5, but it's not in the Play Store. I'm trying to download it. And it's not in the Play Store. So all of you who do that soon. Very soon. How soon? Like by the October events, I'm hopeful for that. It seems, oh, really? It seems doable by then. I thought that it would be done like shortly after this one. So they put it, their deadline is around the October events, but last time they were done way before that. So okay. I don't expect it to get pushed that far. How are we doing with the Google, with all the Play Store stuff? Like, are we good? Dunzo. Oh, it's all Dunzo. You're so swell. That is not the most fun experience ever, I will uh, say. <laughs> I mean, when you were messaging me and saying, like, I now I need this mm -hmm. and now I need this. That's not your cup of tea. No, no, that kind of task. adulting is like yeah, the opposite of what Hunter ever wants Wait, to be he, doing. He asked you to do some adult stuff. Oh, I, it's it's crazy, crazy. Wow, and I Poor knew it was adult really. stuff because he had to come for me to me for all of it. <laughs> Poor management, yeah. really. Like, is it? Let's make Hunter isn't do that adult an stuff. Oxymoron. He I was doing so. some adult. I wanted to introduce him to the world of being an adult. I just did such a good job with the iOS app. Like that Cleveland he's like, football it is an oxymoron. Oh yeah, right? that's not football. Yeah. Foosball. What are we talking about here? All right, so Cincinnati that's a, football though. That's we can, a nice we can talk about that huge a announcement. And but what we want to spend the bulk of well bulk of the next little bit here is talking about. <laughs> We got something going on here, folks. Absolutely. We're going to have some weigh-ins in about a little over a week. Yeah, if I may, for one second. So that was one of the announcements was the new apps. So we're about to talk about what Ryan's leading into. But if you're watching, I also want to tease. We're going to have a fight announcement for BitB18 at some point during this. And we're also going to have a few announcements for Sprawl on the Bird 2 at some point during this. So... <laughs> If that's what you want to listen to, stick around because we will get to that. But we have something else first, and that is Jim Mooney. You've been losing a little sleep over this card, working hard, putting them hard hours in. But look at the card now, bro. This is this is one of our best pro cards ever. Just the pro portion, definitely one of the best in 247 history. Yeah. we were. I like it. A side note, we were talking amongst we, we we use slack and we you know chat throughout the day on slack and one of the messages was taking a look back at brawl in the berg eight and that crazy. card it's so crazy. It, it 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 like it is a really really good card um when you look back at it and i think that was back that was the first card back from like having crowds again like mm -hmm. a, a, like a real full crowd and so i think looking at that is is pretty cool like 
just in what two years since then, yeah. like that card already is impressive. Yeah, seriously. And that was the first one I was involved with, too, actually, funny enough. Huh. So obvious. I mean, <laughs> it, it's clear. It's, it's clear, clear what day. caused it. But that is it's like we talk about all the time. Pinnacle one and how insane that card. And to be fair, Bit B8 isn't at that level yet, but we'll see I, how it ages. It's like it's it might. aging well. Yeah, it it's on the is. aging well path. I mean, the first fight of the night, and I don't remember if it was actually the first fight or just in topology, but it was Ferdaz versus maybe Clint Ewing. I can't remember the Yeah, opinion. I think but, it was Clint Ewing. But when Ferdaz is the opening bout, that's like, you got a, crazy. You got a strong card going on there. And then one of the best fights, if not the best fight in 247 history, Lowry versus Marco Hutch at the top. So yeah. And, and then and in between, it's complete like solid all the yeah. way through. Oh, a really good card. Um, the, so this is uh, the first time that you two have experienced the joy <laughs> of having a putting together a show in a new area market. market. Yeah. So both neither one. Uh, Jim was a part of our production team um back when we launched um he wasn't a matchmaker at the time and um it was it was brutal it, i mean it was really brutal like very difficult getting things going and getting things launched and there were days that um i was questioning my own sanity questioning my own um uh, just why am I doing this? Like, if it that makes kind you feel thing. any better, I don't mean to interrupt, but if it no, makes you, you feel you any better, totally meant to. We <laughs> question it also. So, yeah. Well, like still to this day. Thanks, Jim. Okay. Um, <laughs> no burrito for you. Um, <laughs> so, so we were, um, but I, I, I had experienced that. I had experienced the stress of that, and I, I knew going in, I think I told you guys, like, launching this is going to be very difficult. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard. And I, 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 it was, this was a difficult task. And just to be fully transparent, like, we're still at a, in a bad spot with ticket sales. Like, we're used to being ridiculous amount of sales like it's like this is the first show we're not used to this we're not used to having to like wonder if there's going to be anyone there <laughs> yeah and like right now we're full transparency <laughs> like the fighters that are on the card like we were hoping they would be pushing tickets hard and that hasn't happened like those are the things that, that's part of the tremendous joy of having a first show in a, in a, in a, in a town. But the reality is like, you know, if you build it, they will come. Sometimes that means over time. And that may, that may <laughs> be the case here, but we're certainly going to, we certainly have the show to put on oh, to yeah. draw people. in. we just got to make sure we get it out to them. Like people don't know people haven't gone to Cincinnati. Hasn't had MMA in nine years they Crazy. haven't had a show since ufc was there nine years ago so maybe we haven't reached everyone maybe they're hesitant to wait till fight week to buy their tickets i don't know but i hope they do because they're this jim mooney has put together one heck of a card it's a, legitimately a great <laughs> card 
I, I love this card. Yeah, I didn't even look at the amateurs on the card. I just, because it's like Cincinnati. We found out is is a pro heavy area. A lot of uh, a lot of experienced fighters out there. Um, and I just, so again, I didn't look at the amateurs yet. But to give you an idea of what we have in store, four pro bouts with those fighters. Um, they have a combined. 50 five zero 50 knockouts or s- subs 50 what? finishes in their career that, that they bring into the table that's crazy that is sick that's madness 50 pro combined knockouts in their career like well, uh, of the pro fights f- those those fighters have 50 combined knockouts mm-hmm. that's awesome get ready folks don't even make sense so some uh Steven well, that includes um their uh their amateur careers. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So um Sean's did we announce his belt? Yeah. Did I just announce it? <laughs> no, no, we no the that. only one we haven't announced yet is um the one from Amateur Light Heavyweights. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> the one from around yeah, here. Yeah, so Sean uh Sean Rawl is the most experienced when it uh, all together, but like for amateur careers. He had 11 amateur fights, I think. So everybody else has been much less than that. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of like depth in the amateur career. So take that into account. Like most of these guys, um, five and three, I think is uh, Will Worley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sean's four, four and three. Four and three. With a bare knuckle win as well, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, that, where, yeah, that's where he five, gets yeah. it. Yeah. But um, I think it's. it's it's, to me, it's incredible that we've got finishers on the card yeah. on each side. It's not like one guy specializes in it. It's it's both. So we got four crazy bouts where the guys are coming out. Cincinnati and- MMA is back. <laughs> Join us at the Sharonville Convention Center next week. Join us at the Sharonville Convention Center. What's the date? September 9th. September bro. 9th. I <laughs> you know me. I'm I'm brain dead. There was <laughs> Join us September 9th. It's going to be electric. It's a great card. Jim Sahara Mooney, Jim Buck There you go. That's better. That's it. Jim Buck Mooney put this card together with you guys in mind saying these people have been have been deprived of knockouts have been deprived of pro bouts have been deprived of regional MMA. You don't need to be deprived anymore. We're, we're saving you from MMA deprivation. (laughs) So to be fair though, like this, who who cares about fairness? All of our events, 100% are, um, our team effort. There's no, way that like we could do this with just a couple people but this one in particular we go out to uh cincinnati the three of us danny and dylan are back here holding the fort down um while you know we go out scout the area meet with um meet with coaches and teams and um check out venues and it's the same thing with the matching so it it takes it's not just one person that's that's doing this there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes um, to actually put the card together. Listen to how modest this guy Humble. is. 
Uh, I'm humble. Uh, I'm yeah. humble here, folks. But uh, yes, but yes, all hey, the good stuff is me. Anything all bad. The good is matches are his, let's okay? let's let's. The cameras are off, Jim. Be yourself now. <laughs> okay, so yeah, <laughs> I need a raise, please. <laughs> so I, there's a lot to unpack from what you two have said for sure. Uh, there's a lot of ways I want to take this. First, though, I want to address Stephen McCain commenting on Facebook. Thanks for watching, dude. He asked, how many people on the 513 card have fought for 247 before? And I think the answer is three. Three is yeah. what pops into my head. Cam Smith, two-time vet. Timbo Slice, two-time vet. Cliff Richards, one-time vet. Well, then Who, Oh, four. Raiden Keller is Raiden Well, Kovacs. then five. Who's the other one? The one we haven't announced yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. There's one that we haven't announced. But yeah, Raiden. I forgot about his because that was before my time with the so company. The, the one that we had, yeah. That was That was... Pre Hunter P H H. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was P H H. The one that we are going oh, to announce. We've goodness. tried getting him on the card before. He's he's been in the matching pool. Um, Will Worley was uh, was in line. We had pursued him at one point for. We have a, a title matching fight. pool. Oh yeah. I've never yeah. swam in there. That must yeah. be awesome. Yeah, we're keeping you out of it. Um. Yeah. So I, they are to, to me. They're uh, two four seven veterans because yeah. we have communicated with them and we followed their careers and they're they're going to put on a show, the kind of show that two four seven wants to see. Two four seven fans are expecting to see. No doubt. And when you were talking about all the finishes, Jim, that I wrote that article today about just the four pro fights. And as I was going through it and looking awesome at the article, by the way, thank you, sir. Yes. Good that. job. You, you, it's like you've done that before once or twice with a T at the end. That's twice with a T by the way, <laughs> twice, so like twice, did twice, twice, <laughs> twice did T just so we're clear. Nice. But when I was going through it, I was just, I, I was hyped on these pro matches anyway. But of course, when you write an article like that, you go through their topologies and watch some YouTube. And I'm like, these are banger matchups, dude. Like even Mateo versus Quinton, when we announced that one today, and I was excited about it anyway, but then when I really started digging into it, I'm like, dude, Quinton is a bad dude. And then Mateo coming all the way up from 85 to heavyweight, like that's a ballsy move. And I know Mateo's a very confident guy, Demolition Gary Young, great team, great people out there. They have high hopes. That is a big jump, dude. Like, you don't just go up to heavyweight and dominate somebody. And if he does, he instantly becomes one of the hottest 85 Wait, or 205ers on the planet. I think he's fought at heavyweight in his amateur career. Maybe. Um, he, well, why no, don't, he why has don't... not. He has not. No, so, um, I mean, I know, I know Mateo well enough. I know his career well enough. But I can tell you the highest he's ever fought was at 205? was 205. Yeah. Okay, I think so... Jim, before we get too far into that, uh, because I want to talk about something, but like, why don't we announce <laughs> the match we haven't announced yet? Just going to say it. Yeah. I think the poster will be ready by tomorrow, so that's fine. We so can... this will be out tomorrow, but like for those of you that are watching, you get to learn it now. Yeah, sneak peek. Go ahead. Go I, ahead, Jim. I don't Jim. Even know. I'm too busy matching. I don't even know what we announced yet. The, all, the only one, one we haven't announced is. <laughs> Oh, that paper. 
the paper came in okay, handy. Okay, so yeah. So, so this is where what think about yeah. why I wanted to announce that so we could talk about something. Also, Ryan's left-handed. That's crazy. Two four seven another <laughs> no, two four seven vet. So we got to see him back 12 in action. seconds. Finally, yeah. Um he was back in the cage, in the two four seven cage, albeit for the uh for the grappling card, but that mm. was uh his his I'm back. I don't know if he would have said don't call it a comeback. I would because he's been, been here for years. Yeah. So we have David Krause taking on newcomer Christian Swanson um, in a catch weight of 215 pounds. It's been quite a while since since we've seen Krause in the 247 cage. We got a sneak peek, you know, on that uh, the uh, Super Fights card. Yeah. So, like he he has. He's called out a lot of two oh fivers. It's it's time for him to show what he can do and get back in the mix. And the the, the catch weight fight is who like is it just he's 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 a little heavy or who's heavy or what's going on with that? Um it 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 has to do with Christian Swanson coming in to the card. We didn't with it it being his debut, I don't know why I'm stuttering so much tonight. That's because you're dumb. Yeah, with it's it the bang. being his, it could be debut. Um, he came in really just less than a week ago. We've been talking yeah. to him and trying to work things out. And finally, once we got something for him, there just it didn't make sense to put him through a cut. Kraus is definitely coming down, putting him through a big cut. So we settled on both sides agreed a two fifteen catch weight. I think if if we push it, we could have gone to two hundred five. But we want to see them both, you know, at the top of their games. And two fifteen made sense. So, so ladies and gentlemen, David Krause and Christian Swanson catch weight two hundred fifteen pounds. Five one three fight night. Looking forward to that. That's awesome. Absolutely. Now, why did like why did I all of a sudden want that? Because there's two fighters on this card who have who have previously had beef, and that's Mateo and Kraus. Do you I remember do, that? I do not remember that beef. Oh yeah, that's yeah. fun. So they're not fighting each other, but Mateo <laughs> and Kraus. Mateo is now a pro, and Kraus, like they were supposed to fight at one point nice. for a different organization. And that was just on paper. It wasn't a signed bout and something. It was alluded to that it was our fault, which it wasn't. But we get blamed for everything. So what it is what it is. But um, but those two were like talking smack. And it was like like they wanted to kill each other. That's awesome. I freaking love it. I did not know that uh, context, but that makes it even more fun. I'll piggyback on that. But I want to address Steven again real quick on Facebook. He said, <laughs> Kraus just commented as well. Mc Stephen McCain said, I was the first to buy tickets, I believe, for front row. If the show doesn't sell any better, any chance it'll be canceled? No, sir. We're having the show. Listen, since he wants a show, the show's happening. Obviously, we hope it gets super packed and crazy in there. And to be fair, our shows do pick up momentum on Fight Week big time. And I do think fighters and coaches are going to start pushing it especially upon hearing this and everything. But help us. The show's happening, Stephen. Invite your spread friends. Spread the word. Bro. Invite your friends. Help Let's us get that spread place. the word. It, Share it, our posts. Make sure people see it. Like we try to we try to put ads out so that like people see them, 
but they don't always see them or, or maybe they're holding off on buying because they don't know we're not canceling it's not yeah. happening yeah it's it's a great card like the card is so good that we're going to have it regardless because four pro these four we're not just saying this like these four pro fights are awesome we're going to be able to make awesome highlights out of this and sell this thing into the future and we said it from the beginning cincinnati was not a one-stop shop for us we didn't we never planned on going in having one show and coming back we we want to actually build something there that lasts like what we have in pittsburgh that's so hard to talk when you can hear yourself <laughs> sorry but, i hit the wrong button on my phone and then it just started you started could, playing the, the worst thing possible happened is hunter was heard like, hunter but it wasn't what over. i was saying yeah anyway hunter and that's stereo. awesome hunter and nobody needs that like one hunter is so much more than enough but yeah man like we want to build something in cincinnati like pit like what we've been able to thankfully build here in pittsburgh and it's kind of like ryan and jim were saying we got we got like i don't know if it's cocky arrogant what the word is because it's really not that because we worked extremely hard but we got used to being able to snap our fingers in pittsburgh and like oh people know who we are now here and and we got matchups and we know the channels that we can reach people through quickly and the people we can tag quickly and we have a great base of sponsors in pittsburgh that helps us spread the word in Cincinnati, my first time around, <laughs> any electronics or something. I was trying to just play it off like nothing was happening. In Cincinnati, we lose all that foundation, and now we have to build it from scratch again. And on top of that, Ryan said something really important that I want to reinforce. Hasn't been an MMA show in Cincinnati since UFC Fight Night, Matt Brown versus Eric Silva in 2014. So that whole community has gone dormant. All the fighters in Cincinnati are going elsewhere for fights. They're not used to selling tickets at home and understanding like, wow, I really need to sell tickets to make this work because they're always they're the B side because mm -hmm. they always have to go somewhere else. Now they're the A side and it's on their shoulder and they're not used to carrying that load because there hasn't been MMA in Cincinnati in so long. So I totally get that. Our goal is to build something in Cincinnati like what we have in Pittsburgh, flat out. So if this is the ground floor, to answer your question, Stephen, that's fine. We're going to learn a lot from this one. We're going to make a lot of adjustments, guaranteed, for 513 Fight Night 2, and we're going to make it better. But I do feel that just the card, if you're an MMA fan, this card is worth your time and money, man. Like We've put together an event that you're going to love as a fan, for sure. Uh, that's our, our honor, Steven. You said, thank you guys for coming to Cincy. Like help us, help us spread the word because, um, it's, it's not as easy to hit up a new area that, um, like when we put something out here in Pittsburgh, every, like our fans see it, we have, um, text marketing. We have ways to reach people that we don't have yet with Cincinnati. And so, um, you know, we have ads out like our ad guy is constantly putting stuff out. We're going to have a new a new series of ads next week. We're going to actually use some of the footage from tonight promoting this event to to put that put a video together. Um, Dylan, by the way, if if we haven't told you that you're going to be you're working that. on that. <laughs> uh, I hope you don't have a busy schedule because doesn't I, he know schools for fools anyway? He's there it just is. Work for yes. us. So we're expecting, you know, it, 
even at worst case scenario, it feels like one of the COVID shows where there's no one there. Guess what? Like we, we lost a show in Pittsburgh. We lost crowds after COVID. We were allowed crowds and then we didn't cancel the show when we weren't allowed crowds and we still had the show. Worst case scenario, we'll just say, oh, they canceled the crowds. That's why there was no one there. No, we're here. Freaking Biden. We want to make um, <laughs> Cincinnati MMA a real thing again. It has not been. Yeah. Like, there's, and, and I think there's enough fans in Cincinnati that love MMA that need to know about this and come to the show. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm Mr. Positivity, as you guys know. So I'm going to spin this immediately. What's been encouraging for me with this, the gyms, the fighters, the opportunity that we thought was there from the very beginning is definitely there. I've reinforced that. I know that so there's something there. I've been encouraged throughout all this that we're on the right track with Cincinnati. And I definitely think Cincinnati is a smart part of our future. Like once we can really nail this down, it's going to be amazing. And right. <laughs> You Ethan, see Ethan Goss. Yeah. Glad to see Ryan finally went to the groomer. <laughs> it is Mutt Manor right next door, actually. Yeah. Probably just I'm, popped pretty, in there I'm pretty sure Ethan Goss is dealing with some hair envy right now. Mm, Ethan, it's okay that, that you look like you're 60. <laughs> we all know that you're only 55. Mm. <laughs> well, he, so, he fights like he's... 124. So So David Krause's comment that I laughed about, he just said mashed potatoes, Mateo. And I'm not not even sure what he means by that exactly. I think it's chunky, right? Is that I mean, that's what I I I thought. Here here was my guess was that he had like soft hands or like pillow hands, like mashed potato hands. I think who who (laughs) says that? Exactly. It would be pillow. Clarify your comment, Krause. David Krause, I'm pretty sure he meant like he's just, you're soft, like okay, you're soft. You're, you're, you're the body type is not like chiseled, like interesting. Well, 12 second Krause, 12 second Krause. That's a good fight too. getting getting Krause back in. There's fun. If Christian sounds like <laughs> wrestled in high school, he said fat, fat. OK, <laughs> with an asterisk. Like, let me clarify. <laughs> I meant fat. Uh, I thought. To be fair, Kraus, Mateo looked pretty dang good in his pro debut. If that's fat, I hate to think what Kraus thinks about us. Yeah. That's ter- That's a terrible thought. Obese. Since he's listening, a little backstory. Um, I had um, this true story. By There's the a lot of little backstories yeah. with David Kraus. I, I had a um, conversation with uh, Christian Swanson, and he said, do you have that uh, that – um, fat 205 or what's his name clint Cratterback. and i said oh you mean david cross he said that's the one so- <laughs> wait i don't know like this is it's funny but oh, i have no God. idea what you're talking about that's awesome so there was uh there was somebody else that had referred <laughs> to david Krause as chet chitter so because he where he lives he's out in the sticks and i think there's this so, like there's this like oh. a romance going on between david Krause and, and sahara he's, he's gonna and he's Buck gonna Mooney. post something i'm sure if he's still living yeah. i don't know if he can uh, listening i don't know if he can how long he's gonna get get that signal out there so where does Krause live exactly like i know he lives in somerset or the that but does he live like 
does he live like in the sticky parts of the st- of Somerset, or does it's he live gross. in like? Come on, look at him. You know that he boy. does. How far are you? He's from chopping the nearest wood Walmart? every day just to keep his house up. That that could be. So. Listen, wood fires are good. Hey, no, nice. it's his house. Oh, he said to keep his house, his house up. He's replacing yeah. panels and stuff. Yeah, I got, you. I got yeah. you. I got you. <laughs> Having Kraus on the card is fun. Needless to say, the dude brings a certain energy and swag and fun to it that absolutely you gotta like it. You gotta like it. David Kraus on a <laughs> on a card is always like fireworks. Pick it's it. always like, and I think he's he's like. Legit, I think he he says something fun on the mic. Yeah, like he's yeah. gonna he's gonna put on a show. He has knocked people out in the in twelve seconds. He's exciting. Crazy. He's uh, he's well structured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ladies love a little bit of David Kraus. I think he's a married man with kids I'm now, so we need to be careful. I mean, here. when when you're when you're a sex object, like hey, there's no lines you can't cross. I get it. Yeah, I don't know why unlike, you would unlike, say that where he could hear that. Unlike Ethan Goss, <laughs> why would you admit yeah. that? People, I've had people come up to me after shows and be like, "Who who takes Ethan Goss's walker after he comes down?" <laughs> but come on, Ethan, you got to respond to that. Awesome. He really went for that. I do want to add on Krause while we're talking about one more thing. This is just me fantasy matchmaking out loud. If Krause wins this fight, just certainly no guarantee. But if Krause wins this fight, he moves to two and one. That makes him advanced amateur. And that sets up Krause versus James Goat James Padmore in Pittsburgh. Nice. I mean, that's as good as a 205 amateur fight gets in Pittsburgh. David Krause just corrected you. He said, when? When? Mm-hmm. Fair. <laughs> so there is, yeah, they, I like that. There is something in the works, though, for um, probably like the uh, the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. new year mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. maybe a 205 belt. But you got to do what you need to do in the cage in, the in order to get there. Facts. Are you Did you say something about a belt? Belt? Are we talking about belts? Belt. We're not. Belt. Do you want to talk about belts? Well, would let's... there be a reason to talk about belts? What do we talk about belts for? <laughs> we talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. God, I love him. He's awesome. The best. That was. That's a great clip. It's one of the best clips ever. Gotta be, yeah. yeah. Other than I like um, the half playoffs. The <laughs> yeah. Play, yeah, playoffs and practice. And her Vote. and Herm with you play to win the game. Love it. And uh who Dennis Green. We they, they are, are who, who we thought, thought they were. were. Yeah. And Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight's best. If you've never seen this, Google Bobby Knight um game face. Okay. It's okay. classic. I'll have to find that it. Is, it is really good. He goes, what does that even mean? Game face. What does that look like? <laughs> he starts with <laughs> oh, so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I've never seen That's that. Right. That, sounds awesome. Awesome. that sounds beautiful. Ethan Goss, I'm reading it live. I haven't read it yet. It's going to be real funny when Ryan has to go home and tell his wife some half-bald 55-year-old <laughs> dotted his eyes shut. <laughs> I, I I know I know he must have a 
he has a brother, so it must be a, like he must have like a twin we don't know about because mm. there's nothing Ethan got. He, he can't touch me. October 20th? How much would we have to pay you to grapple Ethan Gossett sprawling the middle? I think there would be no risk if we did Ethan Gossett and Ryan Middleton October 20th. I I don't think that would risk October 21st. Not at all. I think Ethan (laughs) Ethan Goss is is jealous because my wife can actually see. Wow. That's the shade. Boom. Big because I, I, I know it looks like she can see, but there's no possible way her eyesight has like Oh Jess Jess Elizabeth in the comments now. That's always fun to have yeah, Jess We, we are talking in. sprawl too in a little bit. Hang tight. Hang tight there, girlfriend. Well we did, to be fair, we'll just say that. <laughs> I have been summoned. To be fair. Said, to be fair, in full disclosure. In full disclosure, to be fair. We did already announced Jess Elizabeth's matchup, which is super fun. So we'll not on this. There. We announced yeah. it publicly. Publicly. Um Jess. Social media ickly. Yes. You're jumping around though. We gotta stick right. to we just talked about 513. Ethan Goss. Just talked about Ethan Goss for five minutes. That's because he he's stalking us. <laughs> now Jess is stalking us. We oh. address the stalkers. Yeah, yeah. Well you know yeah, I mean? you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we gotta address we got it. We're throwing out Jess Elizabeth. This one's for you. To and, be fair, and all the Jess Elizabeth fans. To be fair, Letter Kenny reference. I like it. Jess What's Letter Kenny. What it's is a that? great show about Canadians. You should watch it. For There's sure. nothing great about. Can- oh, sorry. <laughs> just, yeah. Oof. So Jess just got a big submission win at Sprawlenberg One. Definitely was the social media MVP of that card. Like she was so fun in the lead up, promoting literally everything. Sang the national anthem at Sprawlenberg Seventeen the next day. Jess was all over it. She wanted a big matchup for the next one, and we got her. Sasha the Shark Reynolds, this 16-year-old absolute phenom out of Adamas Jiu-Jitsu, Dante Leone's gym, which you guys, if you follow Jiu-Jitsu at all, you know Dante Leone and that whole team. And that is Jess's matchup. Now, making this one even more fun, Sasha has previously beaten both Carly Joe Thomas and Selena Joe Vith from Pittsburgh. So Jess kind of has to... Carrie Pittsburgh women's mm. grappling on her back in this matchup. This one's on you, Jess. You're representing not just yourself, not just Stout, all of Pittsburgh. And Sasha, 16 years old, can't buy cigarettes, can't drink, can't rent a car, can't vote. She's coming in to beat you. You gonna let that happen? Mm. <laughs> so, uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Come on, don't, 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 don't. So I heard a rumor. This has nothing to do with Jess. I'm sorry, Jess. I'm still uh, changing gears. I'm, 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 so I heard a rumor that Ethan Goss is not going to be able to be on the October cards like neither one mm. because he had his he, – he got like that movie part that he was – you know, like he recurring. He used to be in the movies back in the day, and no makeup na- for the now, movie, right? Now he's no back because they just announced a new, a new jackass. <laughs> and Ethan Goss here. Let me get this. Let me get this a nice tight shot for you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ethan Goss is back, but they, I, they added extra <laughs> hair to him. They obviously have some kind of toupee. That's the only touch up. 
They did, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's hair around the sides, unlike in real life. So Evan Ghost is taking some heat tonight. <laughs> yeah, Ethan Ethan's catching strays out here for sure. <laughs> Those are I mean, this is the here's the funny thing. He says Ethan says, yes, Ryan the Turd Middleton versus <laughs> Ethan Goss at Sprawl on the Burger 2. Bro, like, I'm, like, shooting these awesome, like, boom zingers, and you're calling me the turd, bro. This is, I mean, is this second grade? Or, I mean, you're 60 years from second grade. Like, come on, Ethan. My philosophy with, uh, okay. read yes. live. Go ahead. My philosophy with grappling matches is I can't control the final outcome, but I can control my own performance. No matter what goes down, I promise you all it will, will be entertaining. And I totally believe that. I think that Jess needs to sing the national anthem Ooh. at her own event. So she had discussed playing guitar on her during her walkout, like with a portable amp. <laughs> playing playing her own walkout music. And I don't think she could do it. I don't think she can do it. Challenge? I kind of want to see this. Mm -hmm. Not going to lie. I don't want to see this happen. That would be pretty epic. Pretty epic. All right. We need to switch gears Prepping. back to 513. Real Fight guitar Night, or air guitar? Real guitar. Mm. Real guitar playing it on the way to the cage. I'm here for that. It remains to be seen. I'm willing to make that happen somehow. She said yep. that sounds like a Just, challenge, Jim. That was 100% a challenge. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, 513. 513 fight night, September 9th, Sharonville Convention Center. We talked about the pro fights atop the card. I want Jim Mooney. Sahara, it's up to you, buddy. I want you to Pressure's pick on. your pick for fight of the night. Which fight do you think is headed towards fight of the night status so, on this card? Yeah, you already... Pro or amateur? Yeah. Um, well... <laughs> They, I, I got to go with the pro card, and you already touched on it. <laughs> I, I stole it a little. Yeah, I I think that one. It could it could be any four of those. Mm -hmm. We got two heavyweight. We've never had a heavyweight pro heavyweight fight on our card. Now we got two. So yeah, so we got two. Those like either one of those could have serious consequences for the one that loses for sure. And I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> Rob, um, Robbie Mayloff in here said Jim's a hero. Jim's my hero. I think Jim's a lot of people's hero. Absolutely. Robbie. Look at this Thank guy. You. How could you not? Look at I that. agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, I was working Easy. out today. Yeah. Easy. Um, I'm going with Zachariah mm -hmm. Kamara. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Sean, I, I think, th yeah. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I mean, I said that in the article that I wrote. Sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off, but that was also going through. Sean, first off, Sean Rawl is like, if you're not familiar with Sean Rawl, you need to get familiar with Sean Rawl. He is so fun. He's long been one of the most fun fighters. Nine in this finishes for Sean. Insane. Seven for Zachariah. Great pro boxer. MMA fights. He is very much a boxer competing in MMA. And that creates for really fun fights because his hands are normally light years better than his opponent. Like we all we talk in like Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury right now. Like it's probably going to be embarrassing. Chris Williams was just here saying how embarrassing that's going to be for Francis. Like 
a real legit pro boxer competing against MMA boxing, you can't even compare the two. So you've got Sean Raw, a guy like that, coming into MMA with just wicked hands. And Zachariah's submissions are nuts. Like, when I was watching his YouTube, dude, this guy has super slick grappling and a real lanky frame as well, which allows him to just hit things from weird angles. That has to be a super exciting matchup. I have no idea what's going to happen in that one. But I, I'm with you, Jim. I have a feeling that's the fight of the night contender. And Shades like, of uh, Sugar Sean. Yeah, for sure. With the build, mm-hmm. the way he moves, the fluidity, I, I see all that for yes, sure. That's a good way to describe him, that fluid movement. Yeah. Just relaxing everything that he does. Yep. Um, uh, so seven finishes for him. Four of those have been TKOs. Nice. That's super exciting. And vision mma shout out vision mma while we're on this that's a uh, zachariah's team they have been really excuse me really really crucial for us as we assemble this card there's a lot of vision fighters on this card so they're based out of they have a dayton location as well that's supplying fighters and they have been awesome to work with joey patterson jeremy pender and everybody there has been awesome so thank you guys for helping us get off the ground in cincinnati and there's a lot, like I said, if you guys, when you watch the card, if you're there, or if you're watching on 247 Live, you'll hear the name Vision MMA for a lot of these fighters. So they help fill this card up for us. We haven't even talked about the main event. I mean, we, we touched on it a little bit with Will. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this is without any drinks. So out of control. I yeah. love it. Except for Hunter, who. <laughs> He's always having drinks. Can't exist without drinks. Hunter over here. The, our 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 staff Alki. Every staff's gotta have <laughs> one. Every staff's gotta have one, baby. That's all right. So okay. that main event. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, that was an easy segue. So that main <laughs> event, though, um, Ilyas, I want him because he can never get names right. <laughs> Pronounce his last name. Go ahead. No, I'm not trying. Go, I just Don't embarrass try. me. Ilyaz M, as Ryan would refer to him. Ilyaz Mamadaliev. Nice. Yep. And uh, and Will Worley. Um, Insane fight. Mama. Both He's of just them, mama. Yeah. Both of them coming off of uh, losses. And I believe they had rolled into their last fight on winning streaks. I think I think Will was uh, on a four or five fight win streak. I think four in a row. Um, Ilyaz had uh, three in a row before his his last bout, which was a loss. So both of these guys are looking to turn it around, and and I think they want to make a statement that the last fight was a fluke. It's not indicative of who they are as a fighter, and they've got something to prove. So that one, I get, we talked about what could be fight of the night. This one could be there also. Yeah, they. Honestly, I mean, you guys have watched MMA enough. Any fight could be fight of the night. Well, we're just making educated guesses here based on matchups. There's, it would not surprise me if that one was as well. We're not as um, in touch with the fighters as we typically are because mm-hmm. we're entering a new a new um, area. But and and Jim has done the homework. He has seen more of these guys than we have. Um, so, you know, it uh, honestly taking a look at these map, if you've ever been to a two, four, seven card, you know, darn well that Jim Mooney puts together great cards. Facts. That's, that's a, 
It's a team effort. Going back to what I said before. Okay. The cameras are on. You on this, that, is, this is camera Jim. Well, I wish you guys got to see got to see the real Jim. He's like, I own this place. <laughs> Jim This Mooney. should be Jim Mooney promotions. <laughs> he speaks the truth. Buck four seven. <laughs> I like it. I, that's so I did you see I, I updated my Instagram. I'm you know, I'm turning it into a brand and I'm gonna have my own app coming out. Ooh. And a website. Yeah, I'm working on some things. Second buck four verse seven. Nice. That's right. I like yeah. That's, perfect. That's right. Yeah. That's perfect. For those that you don't know that uh two four seven, that name, a lot of people think it's like twenty four seven. It's not. Like those that name came from a combination of Octagon twenty four seven, which we used to have a website in a podcast. Lots of fun with it. Back in the day, before this, and this—that's what this graduated into. But it actually was a combination between that and um, faith background. And Second Timothy four verse seven: I fought the good fight, I finished the race, I've kept the faith. And so um, that's where that comes from for the for anyone that did not know that. Which it seems like no one knows that, but yeah, we know. don't publicize it that much. People like hearing it, though. I feel like we've had. Like the few times that I've been around when you guys have explained it to people and they do have a faith background, it really does touch them for sure. They really do appreciate it and respect it. So it is pretty cool, man. I like, I definitely like the meaning behind the name. And Jesse Acton's watching now and he missed, he missed. when we were talking about him. So you'll Sorry, have to Jesse. go back have and watch. It, yeah, you have to Don't find have the spot where it. we're like Jesse Acton. <laughs> well, who's Jesse Acton? What is. Who is that? He's the assistant GM. Is, uh, is it? Okay. He's the assistant <laughs> yeah, to the assistant. To the GM. He's yeah. the dude that you were yelling at that one time. <laughs> <laughs> now I know who you're wait, talking wait, about. Jim versus wait, Jesse wait, Spronberg, Which one? Too. Which one? Because there's been yeah. many. He does yell a lot. Yeah. I, we, have we mentioned Jim's ego? Like, yes. He gets into a yell. He, <laughs> he'll just tear someone down. Jesse suggested that he made a match for that card that he assembled this fight and Jim was like, no, that was me. I did this. <laughs> and this is what are you saying? Jesse's That's a staple. Remember, if you've ever been to a show, you'll see him in his suits, in the cage, taking care of the fighters. Do, like he is, he's a part of our setup team and he's a key cog in the organization. Um, we recently had, um an event it was called what was it called i don't know what you're talking about swim in the berg oh, okay. swim in the berg swim in the berg three and that's <laughs> our little like uh get together we, we we didn't have a very good um warning right like warning. We, we didn't we didn't let people know about it well in advance it snuck up on us a little and bit and so um <laughs> Uh, Jesse wasn't able to make it. We missed Jesse there, though. Um, yeah, big. Time. He was. He was. He's like the main troublemaker. So there, no one got in trouble with swimming the bird. True. I want to give a really sincere shout out to not just Jesse but the entire setup team because I was just thinking about this today. Well, not even just today. In the whole lead up to this Cincinnati card, because we don't. We talked about it earlier. We touched on how we don't have that foundation in Cincinnati that we have here. Definitely one thing I took for granted was how easily we can throw up an event in Pittsburgh. And that goes all when you think of the staff, it's not just making the card and showing up and having fights. It's 
setting up the cage. It's running the merch booth. It's getting people seated, taking tickets. There's so much top to bottom that we, the infrastructure we have in Pittsburgh and Jesse and the whole setup crew is such a key part. I mean, I've never once worried about the cage being set up and that aspect running. Never even thought twice. There's a lot of things you never worried about. I've had zero stress <laughs> about that in my life. Like, I know they show up, the cage is up, and it's great, and it's way done way ahead of time. Something like, that, don't like, worry about it. that over the, over the course of time that I really appreciate is, like, those guys make that cage set up like perfect. Yeah. And every time they make it better, like if you look at a lot of regional promotions, you'll see like the can the the cage mat like is it it's not well, tight. It, yeah. It's not tight yeah. and it like bunches up and like it folds and creases and stuff like that. Try to find that on ours. The, those guys have like perfected that and they're perfectionists and they've worked at in every show it's like tighter and tighter it's like it is it's awesome. really nice yeah dude they're so good like genuinely that is such a huge part of what we do and they they're just awesome jess elizabeth is very upset that we didn't invite her to swim in the bird sorry jess well this is a staff kind of thing. one it's <laughs> it's it wasn't it wasn't in the river like you suggested it was it was it was at my, it was in a, a pool. And then, um, hold on. A two version feature drowning is a legal submission. To, hey, <laughs> Nico. Nico. Water grappling is the next event, actually. Yes. We're going to, we're going to lose our license and we'll have water <laughs> grappling. And that'll be the end of 247. Could you imagine? Have you guys seen that fighting that is like, uh, on a cargo container sitting in a river and you fight on top of the cargo container and the idea is literally to like knock the guy into the river this is a i don't know if it's it's got to be russia i don't know if it's russia but it's got to be well and there's like tag real, team mma dude, like, there's like guys getting knocked out and just falling into the river and i'm like uh <laughs> that someone can't gonna be good. help him <laughs> yeah. no i don't i don't i don't have yeah i don't I don't watch that. I don't see I, that stuff. I've never watched an event. I've just seen clips on social media of it. And I'm like, this, I can't believe this is real, <laughs> but also I can. I've seen like, there's now like midget MMA. <laughs> yeah. There's crazy stuff. You want to let them know what's, what's going to happen for Cincinnati? Are you, is that a segue? <laughs> sure, Jim. Go what do we got? What do you got for us? <laughs> no, we'll just keep that a secret. Oh, yeah. You got to be there. Get your tickets if you want to find out what we're talking about, because it will be something very special. There you go. That's that's all we're going to say. Fun. Russia has car jitsu as an actual sport, just says. That sounds insane. Fight your way out of a car while a guy phone tries to booth. grapple you. Phone I've seen booth, booth MMA. Yeah. You, that is yes. crazy. Insane. Okay, let's keep let's get back on track. Uh, we're just talking about our next business venture. Any Ryan, more five one three midget phone booth MMA? Midget phone booth MMA. Let's do it. Like, why not? I mean, we have a twenty foot cage. That some people say that's a phone. Well, booth. you know what? With the two heavyweights, that's going to be the same thing. Two heavyweight bouts. Yeah, it's going to be like midget True. MMA. True Dude, story. Raiden, Raiden and Cam are both 6'6", 260. <laughs> like, well, I mean, come ugh. on. Raiden fought uh, Cody. Cody yeah. And those are huge boys. Giants. 
Giants. But those were that was at the amateur level, sure. and this is at the pro level, and I think there it'll be more polished than that yeah. fight was. I mean, yeah. it's a couple of years ago. You would think so. You would mm-hmm. definitely think so. I do want to jump back way back to the 247 vets on the card because there is one matchup between 247 vets, and that's Cliff Richards versus Timbo Slice, Tim Von Dudenfeld. And, yes, we're talking about early contenders for fight of the night. You put Timbo Slice in any fight, and that's a contender for fight of the night. <laughs> that's how a Timbo Slice fight works. That's how he rolls. Yeah, we've had him twice in the cage, and both of them were just flat-out bangers, just so fun, crowd going nuts. Like, Timbo's amazing, and Cliff Richards in his debut looked phenomenal. That was back at Brawlenberg 9, so I know he's been putting in work, ready to roll, ready to get back after it. I, I love that matchup so much. Like, everything about that matchup does it for me. Love it. Um, Clint was just on the uh, MMA FanCast podcast with Luke Pace, and and, that's, and one of the things he talked about when he mentioned to Luke is Timbo's jaw, his chin. Insane. That Insane. Yeah. So there's another one that um, that could be fight of the night. I'm not sure he I, – everybody says – I'm not sure he can be knocked out. I'm, I, until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. Because he was eating bombs in that Colton Musgrove fight. We we have uh, someone, MT, has commented on YouTube that Timbo Slice is going to go the distance. The distance? He's He's going going for speed. We both. We both. both, Except I did it better. (laughs) (laughs) Jess, who's saying better? Um, Yeah, dude. I love that fight. I love this card. Four pro fights, five amateur fights. It's a great split. It's going to have a really nice run time, I think, with five Ammies. And Ammy rounds are a little longer in Ohio. Keep that in mind. Three-minute rounds. I've been to some Ohio cards where they put, like, 20 fights together, and it's like a marathon. And That's long, dude. We're more into, like, having some shorter shows with – try to keep it like high quality and you know when you start off with 12 amateur bouts that you know no one has experience it's a long it's a lot of it it makes for the ability to like have a lot of people involved and maybe sell tickets but it's not necessarily like the best quality show and so we like to have a a, a smaller show with better quality and you know, not as long of a night. I, our goal for each show is like, we like the three hour mark. Yep. We don't want to be five hour shows. We have, we've had ones that were long and it's just too long. People, do, people are tired and they want to go do other things yep. and um, things like that. So we try to keep like an ideal show is three, three and a half hours. Yep. Totally agreed. And Nico asked, how does Ohio structure Amy fights compared to PA? So, in PA, there are two divisions, novice and advanced, and you probably know the differences between them, Nico. Um, think of well, Ohio. Let's, let's not assume because maybe he does, but there could be others right. out there that I forget. That don't. I'm trying to speak right to you here, Nico. This is me to you, Nico, <laughs> but there are other people listening. So novice rules for amateurs in Pennsylvania require that you wear shin guards. You have a two-minute round. And once the fight hits the ground, you cannot ground and pound to the head. Those are the main distinctions. Now, for all amateur Between fights, am- the two amateurs, yeah, yeah. for all amateurs, you can't head kick, you can't knee to the head, and you can't elbow. So that goes for everybody, and that also goes for Ohio. While we're talking about it, 
Ohio is all three minute rounds, no shin guards, ground and pound of the head is allowed. So it's like advanced rules in PA for everybody in Ohio. No head kicks. No head kicks. Yeah. Correct. Another difference is PA has the novice and amateur, novice and advanced, which you mentioned. Uh, but the, so what separates that is the at least three fights um, and with a winning record right. to go from novice to advanced. Great point. That is that is a really good point. And then also, just while we're talking about things like this, this is like one aspect of going into Ohio that's been fun is learning new rules and structure and things like that. To go pro in Ohio is actually, we thought going pro in PA was hard. To go pro in Ohio is significantly more difficult. Uh, PA requires five fights with a winning record or well, a very special... Just to clear, that's when they'll consider you. If you have at least five fights with a winning record, they will take a look and see if... If you are three and two and you haven't beat anyone that's beat people, like they look at those They things. might deny it, yeah, yeah, right. In Ohio, though, they look for at a minimum nine fights. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean MMA fights. It could also mean sanctioned boxing fights or kickboxing bouts, Muay Thai bouts, things like that. But it's got to be sanctioned on the record that they can look up and verify. And that's tough. Like, nine's a, nine's a that's lot, a lot yeah. to go pro. Um, well, I think that 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 would cause if – I mean, I don't know that that's the it's the case, but I think – guys in Ohio should stay more active and compete in amateur boxing and am like amateur totally. Muay Thai and like, yep. Just be very active be and active. Yep. But that is, uh, that, that is a difference between Ohio and PA that I've noticed that there's a lot more of those other combat sports events happening. Does seem like yeah, it in, in Ohio. So fighters can have that on the record. So I wouldn't say they would advance to a pros or become eligible faster it's probably the same amount of time the submission grappling count hazy pretty hazy on that because we yeah, had somebody no. compete in an ibjjf event and hit those bouts weren't considered so okay oh uh, yeah we pushed hard yeah we tried him. we tried to get them to be considered but they weren't having it so yeah and he will be on our our card one day the next so yeah. yeah when i was petitioning for him and working with his coach and i i like sort of laid out what his resume would be it's incredible yeah what what this guy brings to the table yeah, and for sure you know soon enough he's going to be in the 247 cage yeah another key difference between ohio and pa amateur is that in ohio it's same day weigh-ins they weigh in saturday the day of the fights instead of the day before friday like they do in pa so that affects the weight cuts the weight you'll see guys who typically might compete at 135 in PA will fight at 145 in Ohio because they don't have as much time to rehydrate and everything. So there is that as well. Um, don't know if we can talk about that or not, but there's something with that as well with the with the same day weigh-ins maybe coming down. Yeah, I mean, can we say that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's, for let's it. just listen. You guys are watching the live podcast. You get live things. It's gonna so. happen. Yeah, so when we were first looking at Cincinnati and Ohio in general, we talked to a coach in Ohio who I will keep anonymous, and we were anonymous. essentially scouting like, hey, if we come here, are you guys in? Will you help us out? Will, do you have fighters? We already, no. Yeah, would you be excited? So while he was excited for somebody to come to Cincinnati, he flat out told us, 
None of my fighters will compete in Ohio. Same day weigh-ins are BS, and my guys won't do it. We're not going to do it. We're not not going to do it. Like it's a non-starter. And he explained why. So, like, go ahead and add that. Yeah, which which I totally I totally understand the same day weigh-ins things. Um, I honestly I don't remember his reasoning off the top. Was it just the dangers of it? Because that yeah, yeah, that's where I would go with it. If you don't have time to rehydrate, the idea is that they're not going to cut as much weight. The reality is they're going to cut the same amount of weight and then not be hydrated when they fight. Like that's just fighters being stubborn, trying to get any advantage they could. So I totally get that. But we talked to the Ohio commissioner right after that and said, Hey man, look, we're, we're in on this. We want to bring a show to Cincinnati. We know Ohio wants more shows. You have told us you want more shows. We want to bring that show. This is a huge hurdle for us. We've had coaches flat out tell us no, to Ohio because of the same day weigh-ins and in PA we're used to day before weigh-ins it works fine we're totally fine with it we understand that means we have to put more fighters up in hotels because it's an extra night we're fine with assuming that cost for better quality fights and healthier less risky fights so long story short commissioners run that up the ladder up the ladder it's been a whole process with the state but it sounds very likely that in the near future Ohio will have day before weigh-ins for amateurs as well. I think we made some real progress there and actually made a change. So that's fun. Yeah, we think that um, that change is is going to take effect. Not like a specific date, but um, but our guess is by that, the second show we're in Ohio. Yeah, yep. like that month will begin. I'm not going to say it specifically, but it um, begins with a Jan. <laughs> And ends in Uary, so dude, that that's so bad. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I, I now got dumber just sooner. listening to Jim say <laughs> no, that. No, it's got nothing <laughs> no, to do with anybody else. No, You're no. on your own in that one. <laughs> hey, folks, just so you know, back by popular demand, these oh, two four seven shirts we re- we we weren't selling these anymore, and we. Uh, Hunter, your wife worked the merch table and people were like, we want those shirts. So these shirts are back. And for just for you, Cincinnati, we took the Pittsburgh off. So you didn't have to, you know, because, you know, we understand. You don't want to be it. rocking we Pittsburgh. So we get these it. 247 shirts are back. And the back, just oh, so you can all see, the new has the new logo. The new. 247 Comment Sports Podcast logo. Very nice. That is a nice shirt, dude. I'm also wearing one. I think Danny's wearing one. Jimothy rocked the Carhartt, which I respect. I think I would love a Carhartt sponsorship. Let's do that. Carhartt. We're working on it. David Krause. Jim. We've got an audience for it. What's the whole Carhartt? Like, I don't I don't know what like he said he was making fun of your shirt like what why carhartt why is he making well, fun of that so like, <laughs> i'm dumb it's well, true true so let's let's just leave it at that no and, debate and talk about something else leave it, okay. well um, I, but I, I think there's uh like there's so political. much more to make fun of i just don't know why the shirt would have been it well i mean we are talking about how clint cratterback made that comment so I'm bringing Clowder back. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, there's um it's there's uh politics involved with Carhartt, so and we like uh as an organization, we stay out of that. Yeah. Um that's not our territory. Okay. We, we so want people 
in the we, cage fighting, and that's people that's have been waiting for a long time. There's some fight announcements we want to get to. There are fight announcements. Sprawl in the Berg too, and we're done at nine three zero on the dot. Brawl in the Berg eighteen. Sprawl in the Berg two. Let's start Sprawl in the Berg two. It's the first event. Sprawl in the Berg two. We've already talked about Jess Elizabeth versus Sasha the okay, Shark. So how, how many new fights do we? These are signed or just agreed to? Two more signed ones to announce. Signed for Sprawl. Great. Because I'm not a fan of announcing any fights that aren't signed. Wouldn't do it. Not gonna do Wouldn't it. Wouldn't do it. I like that. Okay, you know, so who who who's taking them? Yeah. No, okay, but well, my first thing is so we're in a space where we're like matching multiple shows all at once. <laughs> so so crazy, the dude. first sprawl, who or who booked this bout? Like, that we're about to who talk took about. It, who, who I think put this it was me. I kind of, I kind of worked on sprawl while Jim was in the weeds with five one three fight night. Okay. I was like, let me take a little off your plate with this. Then let let you or, or both of these two you you yeah. ma- you match them. Okay, so share with these lovely people who is joining Jess Elizabeth and Sasha Reynolds. Sasha Reynolds. <laughs> On the second sprawl in the bird card. So Jess Elizabeth will. I'm glad that you brought her back up because she has close ties to half of each of these fights. These are these fights are going to make Jess Elizabeth very happy. The, she, you think she knows though already? Uh, she probably. She literally said, "I know who the other four folks are." So yes, uh, they've well, told she, her. Aren't you so special? <laughs> I don't. Okay, so don't ruin it for me. So listen, the she shouldn't team, be commenting so much. She should be work. I'm a little disappointed in her. She should, she should be. be working on social media posts. She better be either working on like, that or where's where's yeah. her plugs for Sprawl in the Bird too? Unbelievable. There's been a noted lack of social media work, Jess. Yeah. So if Jess was the one A social media MVP of Sprawl in the Berg, one B was Sage Stepinski, Sage Jitsu, and that Daniel they're Stepinski. like, are they room? Yeah, roommates? yeah. I think she said they were roommates, so that totally checks out. So, well, I would think she would know because, like, are you scheduled? <laughs> oh, okay. So Stepinski beat Ethan Goss at Sprawl in the Berg 1. Throwback to our earlier conversation about Ethan Goss. Got to have Stepinski back. And he's got a banger matchup with Sean Kyle. I love love everything about nice. this matchup. I like it. Sean out of Flood City Jiu-Jitsu, Railroad City Jiu-Jitsu, that Altoona State college area. He and his brother Cam came in and they killed it. They and- killed it. They with with it. bringing fans in too, I remember yep. Cameron. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I remember Cameron saying, "It's not my thing." And then it was lights out with the two of those combined. They've been awesome, dude. Yeah. The so, Kyle brothers, yeah. So I bet you when you when you like put this fight together, you messaged Jim and you were like, "I'm bringing Stepinski back." That's exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah, exactly what I said. <laughs> so one hundred percent. Sean Kyle submitted Ken Burrs at Sprawlenberg 1 and got his brown belt right before that event. So he was initially listed as a purple belt, got his brown belt right before the show. Stepinski, congrats, dude, just got his black belt right after Sprawlenberg. So Sean said, no problem. Like, I'll go up to black. That's fine. I want to compete against him. I watched his match with Ethan Goss. I want that one. And he was like, I ain't scared. I want that one. 
So that's a killer matchup. Sean Kyle versus Daniel Sage Stepinski. Sprawl on the Bird 2, October 20th. One more. One more, ladies and gentlemen. One, let's, one more. Let's hear this. Let's Brown hear belts. It. Brown belts. Brown belts. Rich Roby, who competed against Max Hansen. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else oh. with brown belts. Oh. Yeah, but... But there's not one. Duke there could be more that oh, we're not going to even is. talk yeah. about. Oh, so could it's not imagine? signed, is it? It's half signed. <laughs> ah, that's why. That's why I'm not talking about yep. it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And what a good Rich, one that's going to be. That's a good one. That's a good one, too. Okay, I need to know. Rich Roby. Danny's going to have to mute, which is going to upset somebody in our list. Yes, audience. let's do it. <laughs> Ba, ba, ba. Nobody heard that. Nobody heard that. That's, that's, that's silence a dirty segment trick. sponsored by Jess Elizabeth. That is such a dirty trick to do to our fine viewers. Rich Roby's back, ladies and gentlemen. He competed against Max Hansen at Sprawlenberg 1. Max has. Wait, uh, I just want to say something okay, first. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, we really missed the boat on the Max and Roby thing. Like, we totally should have, like, had promos. Max and Roby! <laughs> if you have kids, you... Yeah, I, mean, I don't get it. I truly don't time. even know what you're getting after there. Okay, so you just laugh like... I just laugh because you're acting like an idiot. So there's a... <laughs> no, there's no acting. There's, there's a show, nice. a kid's show called Max and Ruby. And oh, Max and Ruby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, Ruby, Ruby. Oh. Kid, yeah, Max How and Ruby. How did we miss that? It's, I don't know. It's, it's well, because you don't have kids. That's, yeah, I didn't even know. Like, it's, it, like, it would have. You guys should have given me a heads up. We should have given you kids. <laughs> Just ship off your kids. Yes. <laughs> and then you'll know about Max and Roby, like, fair. Instantly. Very fair. <laughs> Max and Roby. That's just what it is now. So Roby's back. <laughs> He competed against Max Hansen, who Max Hansen, ladies and gentlemen, is a savage. Not only did we know that going in to the to that matchup, Max has been absolutely terrorizing the grappling world since Sprawlenberg as well. Highly recommend you go follow him, go keep up with his exploits. He's winning titles all over the place. The dude is like the next Dante Leone, which makes sense, obviously. He's ranked number fifteen in the world. Ranked number fifteen in the world now. Hello. people that was a, that was a good one so to be fair credit where it's due and this is fun for our people back home listening the i love these little easter egg nuggets goes back to our cincinnati trip visiting with ruben vera at queen city he told us because we were telling him about sprawl in the berg and how dante leone versus pj barch was the main event and he's like dude dante has another guy max hansen who i think is the next guy Meanwhile, Dante had been bugging us like, hey, can you get my guy Max on the card, too? And really, we didn't really have a matchup that just made sense for him at the time. But he's like, seriously, like, Max, pretty good. <laughs> like, you might want him on the card. And then Ruben said, Max Hansen might be the next guy. Like, you guys would probably be smart to get him on the card. And then we, were, we went back and looked at it. And then out of the blue, I think it was Chris Dempsey told us. Did Dempsey hook that up? was like Roby once on the card he said he would even yeah. face a black belt yeah. 170 180ish and we were like 
there it is. Max Hansen versus Rich Rich. Like, it just fell into our laps, honestly. So, Well, a lot of them yeah, do. True, it's truly. a different world. Truly. So Roby came in there on, like, three days' notice. On it, like, literally three days' notice. And it was a 10-minute match that he admitted that he was just not ready for. He got so tired by the end, got submitted. With he, one second with left. One second yeah, that left. was... That was crazy yeah it really was really was and roby is back and facing another jess elizabeth recommendation with sean foster so this guy the fussy fossy on instagram you've probably seen him on our but you guys i mean mm. literally you guys have probably seen him on our posts and everything just tagging him he's a savage mma fighter first of all but also a savage brown belt grappler out of ronin ronin training center in ohio so this guy's been on our minds for a while in general. Like we've always known that he existed, but obviously never competed for us. And Jess kept pushing it. Jess kept push, pu- pushing it. Jeez. Roby won it on the card. And I was like, there it is. It adds up. Let's bring Roby back. Let's get Sean in there. Let's see what's up. That's going to be a super fun matchup, guys. So that's the other one. Sean Kyle, Daniel Stepinski, and Rich Roby and Sean Foster. Nice. Let's go. And Foster's Australian for bear. Now, could you do us a favor, Hunter, if I'm not putting you too much on the spot, but why don't you do us a favor and rattle off some names of some people we can expect to be matched for this card that we're going to be putting. See, I don't like that. I disagree with that. Why? Mm. Well, I mean, I see why you want to do it. Um, With Sprawlenberg 1, Sprawlenberg. What is that? Siri on my laptop activated at some point. She's just listening. Look at this. You are just interrupting us, Siri. Siri. Hey, Siri, you need to be quiet. (laughs) Nice. Thanks, Danny. All right, there we go. This is as quiet as it gets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was awesome. So, wait, am I rattling off names or not? I don't know. With Sprawl and the Berg. A lot of uh, a lot of the matchups, we we had a matching session. Some of them just sort of fell into place and came together. Yeah, made sense. We learned a lot from that, and we're definitely being more intentional mm-hmm. with the matchups that we're putting together. And, and some of the names that we have are huge, and these matchups yeah. are going to be incredible. Well, I so just Sprawl mean the, the local won- guys that we're looking to match for Sprawl and the Bird too. They're they're. There are so many, so like I can certainly do it if we you wouldn't guys, be if leaving agree, somebody out to intentional. But right. it's just people don't get don't get mad. Don't be a baby if like your name is not listed because we have a bunch of names and like it's we're running off the top of our head. Here's what I'll just, give you. Here I'll, I'll do it this way. I'll give you some two four seven vets. Specifically, you have to have competed for us in the past, and I'll say okay. your name. Austin Warman. Nice. Gavin Teasdale. Nice. Lucas Siebert. Mm-hmm. Jake Lowry. Mm-hmm. Tanner Hall. Nice. I mean, they literally competed they literally against comp- each other. Not again. It's not a rematch. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Cowball. Mm-hmm. Alex Udick. Nice. Who else? I'm running out of steam now. There's Cheeks, a lot checks. more. Oh, oh, Chase Boy. Oh, sorry, Chase. Goodness gracious, because that's a good one that we're working on. <laughs> are, are are there any um, black belts? 
additional black belts that we might be? All right. So I don't know. Strategy, because, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. full disclosure. He said it. He said the word. I've, I've, I've been AWOL. Max Hansen. Maybe coming Is back. Is he AWOL? It should no, have no, been no. Maybe full disclosure back. on that front. Tanner Hall is a black belt now. That's a great point, Jess. Yeah, true. Tanner Hall is a black belt. No, I just had someone specific in mind that I was trying to see if we're matching him or not. Mm. That's all. So my our collective strategy for this one, Jim kind of said it a second ago, but we learned a lot with that first one. Not necessarily the best. I'm trying to think of how to frame this. It's not. We're looking outside the box for this one. So... When I say that, I mean Gray Maynard versus Isaac Greeley. Like, that was kind of outside the box, and it was freaking awesome. And we're like, okay, bouts like that. And everyone loved that. Like, that ruled. Dante and PJ, which extremely, let me me be very clear here. I'm extremely Super high level. (laughs) Like, like, being associated with those two is truly, like, we are not worthy. It was the coolest coolest thing ever dante and pj's feedback was the coolest thing ever like the most maximum appreciation for what they did from a pure viewing standpoint we heard from a lot of people it was not as exciting for them because unless you're deep into the grappling game you don't really understand what they were doing when you get to that level so when i say a name like max hansen it's possible that we're looking at somebody from outside the pure Brazilian jiu-jitsu world to face him. Mm. Does that get your mind wandering? That's all I'll say about that. And that's all I got to that's say all about I that. Say about that. And we, we have talked behind the scenes about starting a series of Grappler X mm-hmm. versus... Specialist Y. <laughs> Certain legends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The legends division. And yeah. and Max, Max is all in on this, by the way, just to be clear. So if you're a grappling purist out there like, oh, why would you do this? Bring jujitsu back. Max himself really wants this to happen. So trust us. It's a good idea. I'm really hoping we can pull that one off. But if not, we're going to have more like that. And there's something that... Nico wants to happen too. Nico wants something mm. that I'm not giving up on either at all. Yeah. That needs to happen. So and that that might be a conversation that we have September 9th. Yeah. With- I think I think this is this requires a mute. I think uh- Yeah, and that, and that, yeah, and she, she did that. Yeah, so. Jess is asking if it's going to be a two four seven masters division. No, no, unfortunately. Mm. Do you want that? I mean, I mean, we are. What you everything's saying, on the ish. table here. We, this we'll is, do anything. No, like this. What happens? Kind of like it. De- it'll develop as it as we proceed with having grappling competition. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like. Like we've said, we had the first one. We learned things. We're going to adjust for the second one. We're going to learn things from that one, adjust for the third one. We're not just going to get stuck in our ways. And There will it. not be 33 bouts. Also but that. Already with the way this this one is turning out, it's, it's as good as Sprawlberg was. 
this one's going to be even better. So, yeah. so here's what I'd like to see. I'm just, we, we, we haven't talked about this. Um, just some feedback. I let these guys kind of like do their thing and I chime in a lot and like and berate them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I would like to, so one of the things I think we do well and that we weren't able to do with a 33 bout, uh, sprawl card was like, give people their shine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The post fight interviews, the, walkout. the walkouts that like we had to keep it rolling. Cause it was already, it, uh, well, I think it ended up being like four hours ish, mm -hmm. which is over that three and a half hour threshold we might have been longer i don't know but i would like a shorter show so that we can we can have them more often with 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 less bouts right. but give them their shine yep and i totally agree that's where it should go i think that makes it way more fun nico was just in here in the studio talking about how he really wanted that walkout music he wanted his walkout one of the big walkouts so if we work on the matchup that he has requested for Sprawl 2 and it comes through. Pretty safe to say Nico will get his walkout. That would be sweet. <laughs> We're working on it. Crazy. So it's Very just, crazy. Yeah, conversations need to be had. Absolutely. And uh, continued. So that's Sprawl on the Bird 2, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets for that are also available at 247fighting.com right now. All the fighters that we named, I believe, are available to choose as your fighter when you check out. Definitely Jess and Sasha. I'm pretty sure even though we didn't announce those other two matchups, I did put their names on on our ticketing site. Um, so, fun Easter egg for the podcast listeners. Sometimes you can figure out the bouts that we have if you go buy tickets and look at the fighter drop down because sometimes we'll throw names in there mm. that we haven't announced yet, but they're signed. So, that's fun. Put and, the pieces and, together. But also, sometimes we might put someone in there because they'll sell tickets before they're signed, but we'll know we'll get them mm -hmm. matched. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also okay, also we have that. six minutes left on the podcast for Brawl in the Berg. Brawl in the Berg, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, I gotta. Wow. It's hard to keep track. I was saying eighteen, but I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, is that right?" Uh, Brawl in the Berg eighteen takes place on October twenty first at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. It's going to be. A great show. We are matching a bunch of complete studs, Unreal, and dude. we have started that process. We have a verbal big fight today that I know about. Is there more? No, no. There's there's a big fight that got verbal today. Not. Is I'm that just excited about that. Is that is that um that's not signed yet, right? Not signed yet. One side, right? Very strongly verbal. I'll say that. So that's that happening. Way. It's gonna happen. Generally yeah. speaking, it's happening. <laughs> in a, in a sort of roundabout way. Yeah. In general, Ryan sees what I did. In there. general, yeah. yeah. In general, yeah. Sort of. So anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about the one fight we are going to announce, and that is for Brawl in the Berg 18, Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. Who do we got signed? Rematch. I love it. We're bringing it back. I feel like we abs uh, absolutely accidentally revealed this on a podcast, maybe, before. 
like some that's who, unprofessional was it dylan cole it was dylan cole mm-hmm. he said Wait, something he knew how right, would he all right, know all right, all right we'll back it up he unintentionally he unintentionally said it but um, how did he know he didn't he didn't see so he didn't he reveal did, yeah, you guys yeah. just didn't know how to react yeah true we didn't play it off very well pretty poor poker faces over here however if you guys were at brawl in the bird 17 the day after Sprawl on the Berg won back at the Monroeville Convention Center, you may remember a fight of the night between Glenn Christner and Caprice Hall that went to a draw. And these dudes put it all on the line, man. Like, seriously, it, it, I thought the fight was great in real time. When I watched it back, it was actually better than I remembered. Like, they're a great matchup for each other. Glenn out of Anviares, that dude's amazing, hilarious, everything about him I love. Won the Strip District meets Meat Bucks along with Lucas Siebert. And then Caprice Hall out of TKO Erie, another savage striker. I was super impressed with, he with no his po- stand-up. He has no poker face. He, oh, like, what you see is, is what you All get. He's business. Right at, I yeah. would not. Yeah. I don't want to fight that guy. Glenn Christner wants to fight that guy again, in fact. And that's exactly what they're going to do. So their first fight, fight of the night, ended in a draw. Somebody, they both felt like unsatisfied with a draw. They need a winner and a loser. And that's what we're going to get at Brawlenberg 18 with that matchup at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. So that's that. That one is fully signed, sealed, and delivered. That's awesome. If you like to see bangers, if you have a subscription to 247 Live, check out that fight. You'll see like it was it was awesome and it deserved the rematch. Yeah, it really was a fantastic fight. I mean, let's be totally honest. If a fight we're not rematching it just because it was a draw and oh, we need resolution here. It's not that. I mean, that helps, it's of a, course. A heck of a fight we, and it needs resolution. <laughs> yeah, we love that matchup. Like that was such a fun matchup that it just it it needed run back, period. So yeah, that's happening. In, in general, we can't talk about too many other Braunenberg 18 matchups, but I mean, not patting ourselves on the back, but it's gonna be a good card. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was so. Close. I mean, that was just in time for the yeah. for for the end of the podcast. Yeah. If any of us can make a pun with the other right. guy's name, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> if you pull that one off, you get a gold star. Yeah, I, I if I, I I would have to look it up. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, that's you, uh, you can't even pronounce his. First name, let alone his last name. Uh, Who? What are you talking about? We were just wrapping up the podcast. Yeah. He just what reached you... in a hat and drew out the next opponent. Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> this is fantastic. Nobody else gets it except for like Jim and Danny. It's beautiful. It's sturdy. So we got, listen, ladies and gentlemen, let's run it back. Let's run it back. 513 Fight Night, September 9th, the Sharonville Convention Center, right outside Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati has not had a card in nine years. Let's make that very clear. Nine-year MMA drought in Cincinnati, and we're bringing it back. We have a completely stacked card for that. Insane pro fights, banger amateur fights. Tickets are available now at 247fighting.com. Get those. 
let's bring back the MMA scene in Cincinnati. Let's build this thing and do something special. This is where it begins. September 9th is going to be the, the greatest night in uh, nearly a decade for MMA in Cincinnati. You got to be there in person to to feel the atmosphere to feel the environment get your tickets at 247fighting.com make sure you put your favorite fighter's name in the drop down select your 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 who you're supporting or if you are just want to come and check it out you're going to have a great night now sometimes i hear people say your ticket prices are really high right that can be that can be said you know who doesn't say that anybody who's ever been to the show people that come to our shows they don't say that they you never hear someone say like yeah it wasn't worth like we put on a show we have the lights we it's it's a it's a spectacle and it's going to be a spectacle at the sharonville convention center on september 9th 513 fight night you can't miss it get your tickets right now at 247fighting.com let's go see uh, that, that was in, like for those of you promo. watching that's a that, promo that is literally like we're pulling that from so we like yeah your turn jim go ahead and do it see you <laughs> see i'll see you when i see you. please that's be my there. favorite promo um, I do want to wrap up the other things. If you guys were late arriving, we did announce right in the very beginning the 247 Live app, which is available on iOS, Apple TV, and Roku, will very soon, like very, very soon, be available for Android and Amazon Fire TV as well. So basically any device you have is going to be able to get the 247 Live app. That is super exciting for our live our live pay-per-views, all of our live streams. This podcast is on there. Highlights are on there. Fight replays are on there. Other promotions possibly in the very near future coming there as well. So that's fun. All on the 247 Live app. We announced that at the very top. We also just announced Rich Roby versus Sean Foster and Sean Kyle versus Daniel Stepinski for Sprawl in the Bird 2. Two extremely high-level black-brown level belt matchups there insane and a rematch between glenn christner and caprice hall for brawl in the berg 18 on october 21st so those were the big updates for this podcast a lot of fight announcements a lot of business happening here in 247 did you, land did you talk about 247 live too did yeah, you recap that? i did okay, just good. i did just do that because I, I i was i was reading some all good jess TJ. elizabeth going oh, on. i thought you were reading tj timbo more the dude the man, TJ Timbo Moore, been here for years, always supporting us. I love this guy. He's the man. And he, he's he ripping on your bald heads. Wait, I where? It. I don't see that. The glare coming off the dome is real on that side of the table. <laughs> well, that's only Jim because I mean, maybe my forehead, but like... You got a five head. Really. There is a there is a little well, glare I mean, on the on the camera. I can see it. There the forehead glare definitely. Ryan, listen, let's give credit where it's due. Ryan has a nice head of hair for for an old gentleman such as himself, bro. It's hanging on nice, dude. Like better than mine. <laughs> I'm jealous. That's he got all rid of his tips to. though. You did get rid of the frosted tips. Yeah, you guys are crazy. Anyway, you guys were awesome in the comments, keeping this thing rolling. Seriously, the engagement means 
a whole lot to us. I'm glad you guys are just as excited as, as we are about these upcoming shows. We have a very busy schedule to close out the year. We have Cincinnati's Sharonville Convention Center, September 9th, Sprawl in the Berg 2, October 20th, Brawl in the Berg 18, October 21st, Brawl in the Berg 3, December 15th, and Brawl in the Berg 19, December 16th. So we are rolling right now, and all the tickets are available at 247fighting.com. All the live stream pay-per-views are available at stream247live.com. Come watch our shows. We're putting on good fights. Jim Mooney's mm-hmm. booking good fights. Come see what all the hype's about. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Can we do some chipmunk to end the show? I'm out. He's out, but I'm in, baby. Yeah! It's time to party. We're the chipmunks. Hunter, Jimothy, and Rod Dog. Do, 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 do. All right, people. See ya. <laughs>